Did you ever take a biology class where you got to dissect something? Maybe you wanted to and didn't get the chance. There's a world-class simulation center in Peoria, Illinois that is giving kids the chance to take dissection to the next level in the STEAM world. We have sharks, we have lamprey, squid, which is really cool. I mean, squid or octopus are really interesting to dissect. Crabs, starfish, sponges, and we kind of talk about the changes in different organisms as they developed. That's Shannon Egley, the coordinator of the Anatomical Skills Lab at the Jump Trading and Simulation Education Center. And I'm Shelley Dankoff, your host of Health Accelerated, brought to you by OSF Healthcare. On today's episode of Health Accelerated, we take a look at how mysterious sea monsters can help kids develop the skills needed in the workplace of the future. Joining me are Noelle Adams, Vice President of Academic Collaborations and Operations for OSF Healthcare, specifically at the Jump Trading and Simulation Center in Peoria, and Shannon Egley, the coordinator of the Anatomical Skills Lab at Jump Simulation, who oversees these programs and develops the content for them. First of all, thank you both for joining me today. Let's start with a general overview of what takes place within the walls of Jump Simulation and some of the academic collaborations that are in place to enable those programs and those various things to happen. Noelle, why don't you start? Absolutely. There's a lot of activity that occurs at the Jump Training Simulation Education Center. On the first and second floors is mainly the educational activities, the simulation-based activities. So we have high-fidelity mannequins, we have trainers, Shannon does an awesome job running our anatomical lab. He's also university faculty, so he trains not only our clinicians in anatomy, but also works with the university. And then on the third and fourth floors, we have the more innovation suite. So we have healthcare analytics and we have the performance improvement group. We have some of the ministry education department and we have the, the academic collaboration division that you mentioned. And so we do have several academic collaborations. We have the University of Illinois, Caljabana, and we have the University of Illinois, Caljabana, and Peoria. We have the University of Illinois, Chicago as well. And then most recently, we're adding Bradley into the academic collaborations. And so with each one of these, we're pairing our clinicians with the faculty at the different universities to solve our healthcare problems. And so we form these collaborations. They submit for grants about twice a year and they're awarded grants. And then for about a year, these projects run to solve our, our healthcare problems. You know, Shannon, Noel brings up a very interesting point. So you're faculty at the College of Medicine and you're training clinicians. And I'm sitting here going, aren't they coming out of med school with the training to do? Why is it important to then bring them into the simulation space to get them further prepared on their medical career? So what's really interesting is that people don't think about when you're going to med school, it's a tight curriculum. You have only so much time to get all these topics in and cover so much of that topic. You don't get to go out beyond that. So jump, it's great because they can do their basic clinical things at the school or at OSF or at the other hospitals, but they can come in for that extra bit with JUMP. So for instance, I teach anatomy at the university and they, the students can come over if we have like a practice run for doing airways or orthopedics or anything like that, that they wouldn't normally get at the med school because they don't have time. They, they want the basics. Or if they want to uh, dissect out a knee, we don't do the whole knee at the, the med school. So they can come over to JUMP and actually 
expand on that and get their hands on and take their time dissecting these so they understand what's in there a lot better. So it's more of a, the simulation and jump is an enhancement of what they already are learning. And a bottom line on all of that is it's the best thing for patients because I know if I'm going in to have a knee replacement, I would rather my surgeon have done practicing on not me yeah, <laughs> before they get to me, right? Is that So that's the whole premise behind it, isn't it? Yeah, and it's amazing. You can watch. I get to watch because I teach at the university and I work at Jump. So I get to work with them before they're doctors. And then once they become a doctor, I get to work with them again. So I can actually watch them grow as they practice over and over again. It's really a great experience. Yeah, the confidence must be interesting to watch just the progression of the whole thing. Yeah, and in my head, I like to think, okay, these are the ones that are going above and beyond, and they're coming in all the time. That's the doctor that I want to be with. Now, that's a very good point. So let's talk a little bit about some of the STEAM programs. I've heard of some of these because they involve sharks and things like that. So, uh, And specifically, the work OSF is doing to equip children with We've heard it before, science, technology, engineering, art, and math skills that they will need to be successful in the workplaces of tomorrow. So tell me about some of the things you're having the kids do, because it is very fascinating how you zero in on this skill set, again, doing things like with sharks. Talk about that. Yeah, so we recognize that there's a shortage in clinicians. And so we feel very passionately about, you know, targeting kids to help them understand the careers that are available in healthcare. And we're doing that specifically through STEAM because traditionally people think about STEAM or STEM as, you know, engineers and computer science professionals and that sort of thing. But we recognize that all of those skills are absolutely necessary for our clinicians and that we have all types of clinicians. So kids are traditionally thinking nurses and doctors. If you ask a kid, what's at a hospital? Nurses and doctors. And so, you know, you have pre-hospital EMTs and paramedics, and you have all kinds of pharmacy techs and surgical techs. And so we're using STEAM to expose these kids through hands-on learning to all these different careers. And so, you know, Shannon, he's a university faculty. He works in anatomy. And so think of all the different points in healthcare that anatomy reaches. And so he's found all of these different creative ways in teaching anatomy through sea monsters and sharks, like you mentioned. And so he creates all that. And I'm actually going to let him speak a little bit to, to that whole process and how it works. Yeah, tell me about that, Shannon, because when people sit here and think, wait, you're bringing a shark into an anatomical skills lab and, and I'm letting kids, young, younger kids, I mean, junior high and high school kids that are and younger doing this, tell me about the program. What I think really shocks them is that they think, like you're saying, they come to jump and they dissect, but the sharks we send to them, we actually send them right to their house with a dissection kit and all the cleanup materials so mom and dad don't have to worry about a mess. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, we, we put together a kit so that they roll out a large mat, they do all the dissections with, with me on video where they learn the comparative anatomy. So since they don't actually get to work on a person, we can work on, you know, a fish and, you know, something people will eat every day. And they look at the, the heart and we compare how our heart has a certain number of chambers and the fish's heart has a certain number of chambers and why it is that. So we try and mix the science and we try and mix the math too. So we'll do comparisons like conversions. The art, I never really thought of art as being like a, a sciencey technology thing, but it's amazing. We actually we have an art group at Jump, and they draw the heart, and it it blows my mind. I never realized how bad of an artist I am <laughs> until they actually teach kids to, to draw, you know, the anatomy properly, so that they identify what these structures are. And you don't think about that; those little little tiny things. But Steam gives a chance to mix all of those things you don't think about individually into one big package, and 
prep kids for, you know, what they want to do in the future, whether it's, it's going into biology. You know, I, as a kid, I would have never imagined myself doing what I'm doing right now ever because I passed out the side of an animal that had been opened. You know, my family are hunters and I, I looked at that and poof, I pass out. But I did get a chance when I was a kid to go on a biology field trip because I accidentally tested high on a biology test. And a lot of the things that I do today are based on what I learned back then that I didn't think stuck with me. But the more I do them, I realize, wow, you know, 30 some years, ooh, that's a long time. <laughs> uh, 30 some years later, I'm using the same things. Or I have that information that just stayed with me because it was just, it was cool and different. Yeah, fun. I still remember back to the high school biology class and all you remember is the formaldehyde and mm. the frog. And I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm not touching. Or a worm. I remember doing a worm randomly. I never did any dissections in school. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that's another amazing thing. And here you are. So how did we land on sharks as being the animal to use? Other because, than they're just kind of cool and scary. Because everything else I listed off, Noelle said, uh, no, uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> okay. And then when I said sharks, she goes, yeah, baby sharks. But these aren't baby sharks. They're uh, almost three feet long, most of them. So we have baby, sh baby sharks. We have sharks. We have lamprey, squid, which is really cool. I mean, squid or octopus are really interesting to dissect. Crabs, starfish, sponges, and we kind of talk about the changes in different organisms as they developed, like a sponge that only has, you know, simple cells to something like an octopus or a shark that has a lot of organ systems, just like we do. How do you ship these? Because in my mind, I'm sitting here going, how are you sending a three-foot-long shark to somebody's house in wherever they're located. How does that take place? Let's I just even the logistics. Know. Okay. You have to talk to Noel. Yeah. <laughs> sure, absolutely. So we have a very a very small team at, at Jump, but honestly as as Shannon is is developing these curriculums, he's looking for low cost items. And so we try and make these kits as low cost as possible and so we're actually assembling them down in the basement of Jump. And we package them up into a box, and we, we ship them out once a month. Um, the on-demand courses specifically live out at jumpsimulation.org slash steam all the time. They can be ordered, and then at the first Tuesday of every month, we, we ship them all out. And it actually works remarkably well. We haven't really had any issues with, like, leaky sharks or that sort of thing. So, so far, so good. Fingers crossed. Okay, I have to ask, what's the reaction of the kids coming into this? So I, I imagine... After they talk their parents into going, no, really, I want a shark to come to the house and we're going to dissect it together. What are the reactions you are hearing from either the kids or their parents? I don't know if it's the kids having to talk the parents into it or vice versa. But when we started this and I was doing Zoom, I would see a lot of parents hover. You know, they thought they were off camera, but they're hovering in and they're pointing at things and looking at things. I'd see parents almost as much as I see with the kids. Is there so a, I think they enjoy it. Yeah. Is it a certain age range that you find engages more, or is it boy versus girl, or is it across the spectrum? It's across the spectrum. Yeah. We've had grandparents that on one side of the country shipped off things to their grandkids, and they both did them together live, which was pretty cool. So it's every age, really. Well, my daughter was my first test subject, and she was seven? No. Maybe she was six. Wow. When she dissected the first shark, and I still have pictures. She was just excited super excited about it thought it was the coolest thing ever and that's really what's great about these experiences because it's not boy or girl it's not age specific it's kid specific and so you know if a kid gets a shark dissection kit and they're like yes eyeballs and hearts they found a good spot for them but other kids are like oh and they're turning green like shannon did in the hunting experience and those kids can then maybe gravitate 
update towards engineering or, or some of the other areas. And so it's not a one size fits all in healthcare, right? Like I'm an information systems major in school and here I sit in healthcare. And so it doesn't all have to be anatomy and really clinical specific. We have all kinds of careers in healthcare. And isn't that part of the fascination of simulation? It gives you the chance to try stuff, see what works, see what doesn't work. You talked about the artwork that you never thought would happen. But yet there are some parts of the simulation world that do require people to draw and see and visualize. And so that whole thing comes into play, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how I never thought all the interactions that, that I would learn. And it, the kids that like math, you know, I get a lot of those. I don't like math at all. And uh, But I do like math when it applies to something that's really cool. And I think kids can get into that when you show them how it applies, not just what it is. So you're not just dissecting this. You're learning all these different things. The COVID-19 pandemic taught a lot of people how to be very agile and to pivot and do things differently. Because once upon a time, you were doing these classes in person in a different way. You brought kids in to do it hands-on, and now you have found a way to send it out to them, and you've continued to do it that way. Is that another cool residual that came out of all of this? Yeah, so that's absolutely one of the the happy COVID stories, right? You had all of these kids who were stuck at home, and we couldn't have kids in the building. And so it was very frustrating for us. And so as, as Shannon stated in all those no's I was giving him about different different specimens that, that we could use, it was really a conversation about how do we teach kids at home? And so then from there, we've even expanded beyond that into applications, highly scalable things that we can touch kids not only all over the ministry, but all over the United States. So we saw those kids expand to over 20 states during COVID as word got out and kids were looking for things to do at home and parents were looking for things to do with their kids. I would imagine the word of mouth, because again, if you go back into a classroom, you say, oh, I dissected a shark the other day. And People, their friends probably go, you did what? Have you gotten some of that residual off of it? Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's not just the shark. It's that then they hear about an octopus or, a, hey, I got a real heart or a real brain shipped to me. Because we have kids like that, too, that have hearts, lungs, and we, we walk through how to slice a brain apart and see the different parts of the brain. We have different things that interest a lot of kids and parents, too. Well, and again, if you're looking at a career in medicine from that perspective— as you alluded to before, Noel, you have to be comfortable doing some of that dissection or you probably aren't going to be very comfortable in the medical world moving forward. Have you had any situations yet where a student may have done something and now has transitioned to going to med school or it has affected a career choice? Have you ha heard any stories like that? We have had STEAM participants that are now in med school. Uh, it's fun because I can bring... I have one person in mind, I can bring him back. When I have STEAM kids coming in, he loves to come back and talk about what he did and how it influenced him. Okay, so I have to ask how your mind is working. Are you planning anything? I know how people who like to do this stuff are. They're always thinking about the next thing and what you can do and where you can take this. What is that bold, you know, look into the crystal ball that you would love to be able to do to offer to kids? Oh, wow. So normally I have my bag not two or three feet away from me, and I have notebooks and notebooks that are getting heavy, just full of different things. I, I think, wow, this would be so cool to do, and I jot it down. Um, I think the next step is we're doing an at-home doctor kit, which is we'll send them the basic tools for, for like a clinical checkup. So they'll get a reflex mallet, a stethoscope, a sphygmomanometer, blood pressure cuff, tongue depressors, and then we walk them through how to do the inspection so they can do it on themselves or mom and dad or brother or sister. 
but then after that, they can learn why they did what they did. So how do you do blood pressure? And then why is it important to know that? So that in my mind, it's when they go into a regular checkup, a lot of kids are frightened. The, the doctor, they don't have to be afraid. They have to under, or that way they can understand why. And to this day, when I go into a doctor, I don't tell them what I do for a living. I just listen to them and I think this is why they're saying that or whatever. And those, those kids can go in and they can say, it's kind of cool. I did this thing with eye vision and mine was, you know, 2010 or whatever. And they knew that before they even went into the optometrist because they did this little kid at home and it's cool to them now. They get to go to the doctor and actually see what they, they learned. Yeah, it makes sense. It translates. Noel, what's on the big, you know, from your perspective? Because I know, you know, Shannon in faculty and developing specifically, sometimes those worlds and the overarching academic world usually marry together, but sometimes can have a little different perspective. Absolutely. So I am super lucky that I have this brilliant team that's constantly bringing new ideas. And I think right now, from just an overall STEAM strategy, we're really looking at how do we scale? How do we create things that scale? And so over the summer, we created a whole online platform that has grades six through eight, and there's over 70 learning modules within that platform. And so we're beginning to roll that out to to local schools throughout the ministry. And so we're going to continue to build that platform to make it K through 12. So a kid can have a longitudinal experience from when they're little bitty and move on up through high school and it it continues. And along with that, we've started to create books. So we have a sixth through eighth grade healthcare careers book. And basically it talks, I think there's 40 some pages in it. And each page talks about a different career and what types of skills and what that career does. And some of these are obscure careers that a kid would not otherwise know about. And then it has an activity that goes along with it because again, who doesn't like the hands-on fun? And so we're going to continue to build books, continue to build on our platform with applications so that we can be highly scalable throughout the ministry, along with continuing to build our on-demand. And we still do bring kids in building as well, because there's something to be said for that experience when they get to walk in the the doors of the Jump Center and see all of the different things that, that healthcare has to offer. Yeah, and actually use the simulation space or walk into the anatomical skills lab. I mean, there's something about the smell and <laughs> the visual. I mean, it is. It, it's a thing. Yeah. It really is. I would imagine teachers have to be excited about these programs because there's never enough resources for teachers these days, I don't feel like. And so to have something like this that has come from a medical background and developed and vetted and you know you work and you see the data and know what kids are getting out of it, what do you hear back from teachers and the school districts about these programs? Yeah, so the school districts are very excited about them. Teachers are busy people. They already have all this set curriculum that they're having to deliver. So having this additional curriculum that they can reference a kid to, that they can do outside learning, or when they have, we all played Oregon Trail when we were kids in class, right? So now they could pull up the Steam Stars platform and let kids filter through that. And along with that, on the platform, we actually have a teacher's lounge, So there's a whole set of resources for teachers that can go and they're one-page activities that have the whole entire set of curriculum with them. So if a science teacher needs a little activity to go along with something, then we have that content for them there as well. Bottom line, it's about making science and math and all of this stuff cool. And listening to the two of you and your enthusiasm, it sounds very cool. You're making it cool, aren't you? It's fun. I think... If you're not having fun, the kids are definitely not going to have fun. And I have a lot of respect for teachers. Sometimes I think teachers are overwhelmed and the kids feel overwhelmed too. So it's nice to get a break and actually do something that's different and out of the box and just have fun with it. 
So let's remind everybody again, if they want to get, because as they listen to this, they'll be like, oh, wait, I want one of those for my kid. We'll be coming up. And I do look at, I think it's fun when you talk about the families that might have been acting like they weren't really there, but yet they think this is pretty cool. I love it when they say, oh, that's so gross. Let me touch it. (laughs) That's a great way to put it. Or, yeah, you're right. And parents may learn if their child may not be inclined toward this. So that might be an eye opener too, but then it exposes them to other things. So yeah, and you never, even the parents, you never know, they might be in a stage of life that they're thinking about a different career and they're thinking, well, you know, maybe health science is something I want to go into. So, and I taught nursing for 10 years and dissecting is always an exciting part because they don't, they don't get to do that. You know, it's the doctor that gets the cutting, but they get to actually run the show, do the cutting, do the dissecting. And they get to see everything that's happening firsthand. It's a lot of fun. All right, so Noel, if they want to get their hands on a kit or be involved, give us that address again where they have to go to to get involved with this. Yeah, so at jumpsimulation.org slash STEAM, you will find all of our in-seat courses, all of the on-demand courses, and all of the free online resources from the apps to the online platform. So we have a good mix. There's something for everybody. Age-wise, doesn't matter. Well, I thank both of you for coming in and just telling everybody about it because I get to see on a regular basis, I always say, the cool things coming out of Jump because there just are. It's fascinating when you hear about all the apps and the different processes that we're doing all in an effort to make better health care for everybody out there. And sometimes it makes it easier. Sometimes it just, it's a little thing. It's So it's so super cool to see it. And this, I think, is just fascinating and fun. And we want to encourage everybody to go check out the mysterious sea monsters and learn more about it. So, Noelle and Shannon, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for for having us. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Health Accelerated, brought to you by OSF Healthcare. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can also find links to any of our episodes on the OSF Newsroom at newsroom.osfhealthcare.org.